It's the Brad and Brit cast once again. Um, it's a schlump day for us. Schlump day. I see what you did there. We're excited about that. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll say just one thing. Well, first of all, I can't remember ever actually sitting through one of these State of the Union speeches and either not falling asleep or bailing. Yeah. I have to admit it. And, and yeah. I didn't even notice until it was over. What did he go about an hour and 10 minutes, something, something like that. What was the bet line on that? Was it 65 minutes know. or 70? He was, I think it was 72, 75, somewhere in there is what he went. Yeah. 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 Um, here, here are my, uh, categories that we can jump off of. Uh, number right. one, Joe dunks on Republicans Two. Uh, Nepo governor's pathetic response and three Don wines, of course. Oh, let's do the, let's just go with him dunking on the Republicans because yeah. this is front and center of uh, Politico. Republicans turn themselves into props for Biden with mm. the uh, picture of Cruella DeVille, Marjorie mm. Taylor Greene, who was the uh, star of the show last night. Um, it, I, I, I'm completely I'm being honest with you. Uh, the speech was good. There were there were certain points of the speech that they should be killing him on right now, but that is not the story. The story is their idiotic behavior and how he was able to turn it against them <laughs> because he's really good at this shit. I, I, I disagree in the idea that oh, well, if there are some things that he said that were just so outrageous, they should be able to kill him on it. That's exactly not the point because... Right. No one remembers specific things that are said about specific issues because it's a big, fat old laundry list, and you go running through them, and no one remembers that. They remember the tone. They remember the attitude. They remember the, are you Darth Vader or are you a happy warrior? They clearly are going to never forget the uh, interactive back and forth with Republicans who all of them came in in their minds with some kind of a plan. What am I going to do? How am I going to be the one that gets the invitation to go on Fox and talk about what I just did? How am I going to? And, and you saw the result. You saw the result. Joe Biden, and I, I don't think he went to medical school. I don't think he's a surgeon. But he, he managed to split that patient open, oh, patient open in front of the country. Beautifully. And uh, watch them go at each other. And he, he just nailed them. I mean, this is, a, this is a professional politician. That's what he was. That's what he, and he was Joe Biden. He was a pro. And uh, I think it is fair to contrast him between the uh, three or four of these that the Trump cave, which were just absolutely dreadful. Yeah. And Trump would come out as the Darth Vader guy. And all he had to do was get through four minutes of not abandoning the teleprompter. And that would turn into, well, he's become a real president this time. Donald. And you know what? That didn't have to be said about Joe Biden because you knew who was a president. On Tuesday night, 
There was no question about it. It didn't have to be reaffirmed by the way he read the teleprompter or, or made a few stumbles here or there. It just doesn't matter. His energy level was, <laughs> that's a guy that can run for president again. That's the most important thing. That's oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Run, yeah. Um, in, in two years, assuming, you know, all the, all the caveats. But uh, uh, he's, he's got it going, and he, he, uh, he kicked it up a notch. And the uh, specifics, <laughs> nobody remembers those. Well, nobody. the one I was particularly thinking of is when he said, we're going to need oil for at least another 10 years. I thought that would be like, you should be able to pound the shit out of him with that. But they can't because they're such fuckwads that they are dominating the headlines by their own behavior. What? Her calling him liar, by the way, was not even the worst thing. When he was blamed, it was his fault for the fentanyl deaths in America, I thought was way worse than what she said. <laughs> Somebody did shout out. One of the guys from the Republican Party shouted out, that's your fault yeah. for the fentanyl deaths in America. Right. Right. But it was, I mean, the, the one exchange that really crystallized, if he would have gotten this one victory, when he was talking about them trying to sunset and fuck with Medicare and Social Security, when they cried about that, he goes, okay, so it's off the table. We agree. That's the win. That's it. Good night. Talk to you next week. That's it, right? If that would have been it, he would have And he killed them so much even beyond that. Yeah. I, I wish that uh, even Joe Biden, who a plain-spoken Joe, Scranton Joe, would not use language like sunset. No one knows what that really means in the world of legislation or Social Security or Medicare. And of course, what it, what it means is that the Republicans want to argue every couple years over how much they can continue to fuck it up and cut and raise the age which you're allowed to start getting benefits or, or things of that. So sunset only means nothing's permanent. Okay, and, and they have been trying to do a form of that since about 1935. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I wish he wouldn't have said it that way. But again, that's a nitpick. That doesn't sure matter. It sure it, it is. It just doesn't matter. And was it dumb to say, uh, yeah, you need to build more oil refineries and drill for more. We're going to need oil for at least another 10 years. Maybe that's it. Of course, that was stupid. That was just dumb. But you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the highlight moments and the ability to turn it up and then turn it back down. And we talked about this on the previous podcast. I was really, really pleasantly surprised at the way the guests were intertwined uh -huh. into the speech. They were not exploited. Uh, they were not there against there will, although you do have to tell me what was Bono doing there. Okay, but what was that all about? That's okay. You know what? You can never go wrong with a little star power. Bono and Paul Pelosi together. I mean, yeah. it's just the weirdest combination you've ever seen in your life, right? Yeah. Um. So that that actually uh, worked out a lot better. And then I just think about the fact that uh, Trump had Rush Limbaugh stand up. Yeah. So we know he got the Medal of Freedom out of state. Me? Union. You want me? I I yeah. won the Medal of Freedom? Yeah. Oh my God! I yeah. had no idea. Yeah, I I uh, uh, texted you guys early on, and I I wrote the words "en fuego." You yeah. could tell this yeah. guy was on a different plane than he had been 
in so many of the appearances. You know, when he, he speaks at two in the afternoon to uh, a small group in the White House, and it's just so low energy. Remember, that was not on display um, Tuesday night in the Capitol. <laughs> well, he got he got a little carried away there at the end with you name me one world leader who would who would trade places with she name one name one. Yeah, that was a little over the. But again, these are, these are teeny tiny minuscule nitpicks. Otherwise, I mean, I, like I said, even if you look at the 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 general policy stuff on there, that stuff was great, and he's able to speak to people in a very folksy manner that they can understand. It's not highfalutin. It's not over their heads. He's not talking down to them. He's not talking up to them. He's on their level. Yeah. He's um, really good at that. Yeah. I I would not be surprised if he gains three to five points in approval ratings the next time they, they – you know, it, it always drives me crazy when something like this happens because the news lag – is punishing because they oh, will yeah. still keep quoting today and tomorrow and the next day that Joe Biden has a was a 42 for whatever it is as if nothing happened last night that could have possibly moved it one way or the other if he would have shit the bed and, you know that 42 could be 36 he didn't shit the bed no. and he got high marks not just from Democrats who watched the speech, but even from Republicans, according to the CNN poll, 43%. 43% of the Republicans. <laughs> That's a miracle. That's right. a freaking miracle. Say that again. Forty. Say that again. 43% of Republicans that responded in a CNN poll. But it is CNN. Um, <laughs> you can't get 43% of Republicans to say that cancer is bad. You can't. There's a, it's just not possible. I mean, you, that, that, that is a minor freaking miracle. I, I think that when Joe Biden brought his uh, little can opener there and, and just opened up the Republicans on Social Security and Medicare, an issue, by the way, that really wasn't talked that much about in the 2020 election or no. the 2022 election but seems to suddenly be uh, back in vogue here because the Republicans want to use it as a wedge to bankrupt the country, put us in default, and wreck the world economy. That's a good reason to, to, to suddenly bring up Social Security and Medicare, isn't it? That's a good one. Um, the fact that he, in front of the world, uh, got under their skin because they know it's true, they know that even if it was just bat boy Rick Scott of Florida who put out the proposal in writing, and that's why yeah. Joe Biden says, now come on by to my office, I'll show you the uh, I'll show you the proposal it's, because they were denying exactly they were denying that it was ever a Republican wish list item to start to cut spending out of the federal budget on and by the way, this is a pejorative slur. Entitlements. I love that. Okay. I love that. When you work at a job and yeah. you get paid, you're entitled to that pay, aren't you? Benefits. Yeah. Well, yeah, you are entitled. Yes, you it's trade your time. and Yes, you, 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 you actually take your time and your work right. and you trade that for dollars. Right. But That's somehow, you if you've paid into the uh, 
tax system, your right. FICA tax for for forty years, right? And then it starts to uh, come back at you. It's an entitlement. Uh, that, That's right. You're you're acting like you're not entitled to it at all if you take the money, if you take the aid. But you and, but you've seen it by now. It wasn't just Senator Scott. It was also Senator Johnson, Ronna McDaniel, who's the head of the RNC, loves the idea. Matt oh, Gates has co-signed. It's there's several people that love the idea of kicking the shit out of old folks. Don't worry, they've got them. Well, Britt, that's the only way we can save the system. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't think you, you quite, and see, here, see, this is this is where everything we've said is is hundred percent true, but this is where it becomes a brutal club for Democrats to be able to bash Republicans over the head on the issue because Joe Biden has said it once. He said it a hundred times that uh, there will be no uh, tax increases. He really should say income tax increases, yeah. but he says yeah. tax increases on people making less than $400,000. And the flip side of that is one of the ways, if you were going to have a serious discussion on Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, how to keep them solvent for decades going out, isn't just to tell people, well, okay, uh, you can't get Social Security till you're 90, all right? That'll, that'll, that'll keep it solvent. Okay, that, that's not one of the ways is to start taxing people in the upper income level on money that is untouched Mm-hmm. by the social security fica tax and we all know what that is was like 140,000 right now mm-hmm. everything over that doesn't get ta- and and they don't want to talk about that they refuse to go there because if that if that were to happen clearly uh, everyone making over that amount of money would just get out a gun and blow their own heads off they couldn't <laughs> handle it. that's what would happen they, they just couldn't handle it <laughs> That's a Second Amendment solution, and I think they're in favor of the Second Amendment, but never mind. Right, right. It's like self-deporting, self. (laughs) But I told you guys last night when I when I was younger, I I remember this in the '80s, and maybe I'm just high, and you can correct me on this. I thought it was like, boy, the Republican Party really—they just do way too much for old people, right? They're they're just like bending over backwards, and now it looks like they they try to kick the shit out of old people every every chance they get. Every single opportunity they get. I don't know where you got the impression ever that the Republican Party yeah. was the party for the old people. I thought that was. I thought that was what, it. Like, what, well, when they, they had the old guy, the Franklin old, Roosevelt, a Republican, was well, Lyndon the, Johnson a Republican? Did I miss pre- something? Well, previously we had I mean, the guy in the eighties was like the oldest guy ever to be president. So I thought they would kiss you know the ass of old people, but maybe maybe I got that all mixed up. Uh, all Reagan was a self hating old person, you know. <laughs> That's fantastic. A self, a self-hating elderly person. All right, I'm so, on. I'm on your level. Was I'm okay with having discussions about maybe we should be means tested? You know, because within the next 15 years or so, I'm going to be, I'll be having that discussion about Social Security and Medicare. Hey, I'm okay with means testing and you know wh- whatever you want to talk about. But they're just always every single time they swear to God that they're not kicking the shit out of old people and poor people. And every time they get an opportunity to kick the shit out of an old person or a poor person or an old poor person. They go for it every single freaking time. And I haven't studied this issue at all. I, I haven't this whole th- means testing. I assume what that means is that if you make a certain amount of money in income, yeah, you're not going to be <clears throat> entitled to get as much 
in Social Security. Now, how does that work? For instance, I, I, have, not, I have not made any significant amount of income, paid income, right. check right. for many, many years. But right. I am not impoverished. So will they dig into my bank accounts, to my brokerage accounts and say, you are worth this much money, therefore you don't get... I mean, that that is a can of worms. It is a can of worms. That's I a agree. real can of worms. And but I'm okay with having it. a discussion. You've got to fucking tax people that are getting away with murder. I think that is the answer, and that's the populist answer, and that's the yeah. Joe Biden answer. Yeah, and uh, uh, good luck arguing against that one uh, come election time. Good, good luck. All right. Um, and after the speech, after it was over, yeah, Joe Biden, what did he spend like twenty five minutes? Staying there and talking and glad handing and backslapping and yeah, he did being a retail politician. Have you ever seen that after a State of the Union? They usually run out of there. They do. Well, he's such an old man; he had to get home and go to sleep. Wait, right? right? They're out of there, and Elvis has left the building. Kind of things, no. right? So there he was. He was energized. The people that were talking to him were, were obviously thrilled. He was doing selfies and all that kind of shit. Um. That he knew, he knew that that uh, a home run had been hit, and uh, I think you're going to see a a bump here over the next few days, which it could be temporary. I'm I know that, but I think very simply, the American people have were given a choice. It's either that screaming Marjorie Taylor Green, yeah, nice, or Joe Biden, her. and that's and 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 that's an easy choice. I know that on Fox News. They love her. She's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And Joe Biden looked like an idiot last night. But to the American people, they shit themselves in public and smeared it all over themselves. I mean, when, when, when your speaker is on the, the lectern having to shush you, that's not great. That's not a good look for anyone. It looks really, really bad to everybody. And now, Kevin McCarthy, good luck. That's your life now. You've empowered, speaking of entitlements, you've entitled these people and empowered these people and guess what? They're going to make your life a miserable hell for the next uh, five weeks, How, however long he's going to be speaker. It's right. going to be just terrible. And this is what this is what you've got. And good luck with all of that. Mitt Romney had a tense exchange with George Santos <laughs> before the State of the Union. Cameras caught Mitt Romney and George Santos trading words. And I was trying to read the lips. I think I got it kind of right. And George George Romney, God, Mitt Romney told NBC after the speech that Santos was a sick puppy, that he shouldn't have been there. No, you would not bring a sick puppy to uh, an event like that. Given the fact that he's under ethics investigation, he should be sitting in the back row and being quiet instead of parading in front of the president. Romney told Santos that he didn't belong in Congress the Utah senator then called Santos an ass. Santos replied by calling Romney a much bigger asshole. In response, George Santos tweeted, Hey, at Mitt Romney, you will never be president. Ha, 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 ha. Boy, I bet that's killing Mitt Romney. I bet he had oh, no idea that that wasn't likely oh. to be the oh, next president. He had him. no idea. What a dig. What a, what a like brilliant. He, speaking of pulling a gun out and just blowing his brains out. Yeah. Yeah. Could you? Could you? Yeah. Could you get that? Could well, you get apparently that that's what really set Romney off was the fact that Santos is right out there in front parading his big fat face out to everybody instead of staying in the corner 
and doing some knitting. I mean, if, you, if you're uh, somebody like that and you have the shame gene in your system, you're yes, probably not going to get up there. Answer the question. <laughs> you're not going to act like you you just, you know, again, you're, you're born on third, thought you hit a triple. You're not going to get up there and start acting like yeah. you're fucking Harry Truman. Hey, how's everybody doing? Great. I love you. You're awesome. No, you sit there in the back. You shut the fuck up. And you're lucky to, you're still around. And you're going to be out of here in two weeks anyway. So shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's did, apparently did, what set him off. Did, did you think that the con part 87, part 8087, that, that could continue even on the state of the union night where you just act as if blank, I'm okay, I'm real, I don't have any problems, I'm not being investigated, right. I'm to you, but that, that, that would just stand the way all the other lies leading up to, to this moment stood? Of course not. And uh, good, for, good for Mitt Romney. It took the meek Mormon from Utah to get right in George Santos's face. Congratulations. How come some of those tough-ass-sounding Republicans like Jim Jordan? Why didn't Jim Jordan get in Santos's face? He was a, he was a wrestler, right? Wrestling. He's a tough guy. They're all afraid. Yeah. They had to fucking send Mitt Romney, who's what, yeah. about 75? Right. <laughs> right? Come on. That just shows you. That just well, shows he's got you. Some, he's got some respect for, you know, the whole system and everything. And he, he to see this complete fraud, I mean, Mitt Romney's level of dealing with frauds has to be fairly, the threshold's got to be pretty high. He's dealt with a lot of fraudulent politicians in his lifetime, for sure. But to see this ass up there acting like he just won, you know, the yeah. Wheel of Fortune big spin. Yeah. Kind of set him off a little bit. Uh, these are the topics, and and uh, we we need to be fair, Britt. We can't appear as if we're taking one side or the other uh, following a State of the Union address. So I've made a n- couple of notes here on things that Joe Biden just was afraid to talk about <laughs> go there because he knows right. that he and his cult, the Democrats, they are cult, Britt. You they're do know that. Yeah, it's not cult. They're That's cult. right. Nothing about wokeness, right? Nothing about whether Disney should just shut their doors and go out of business. <laughs> what they have done. Nothing about trans athletes in high school in yeah. sports. Yeah. Where were the comments about gas stoves? Is he afraid? What about books your kids shouldn't be allowed to know exist, shouldn't be allowed to even see, let alone read? Although my take on that is, at this point, if I had a kid that was actually reading a book, I would consider it a victory because that would mean they were not looking at a screen. But that's just me. If you're a teacher or a parent, you might want to tell them something dirty in the book just to get them to read. Yeah. Uh, nothing about critical race theory there, huh, Joe? Yeah, huh? Talk about that. We got you. Oh. We got you. There we go. Yeah. They remamed that whole situation there. Uh, yeah, there, those were some of the things he did not talk about. Although I don't know what he's especially. Oh, yeah. He didn't talk about how the M&Ms are whores now. Let, Why, I don't. So many things. <laughs> so many things that uh, I've been able to uh, get to. All right. So then, uh, and we spoke of this on the previous podcast that uh, making sarah uh huckleby sanders mm-hmm. the person giving the response was the 
and, and by the way, I always like it when I say something or you say, and then later that day on TV, you hear every fucking other idiot who right. makes a little bit more money than we do say the a same. Little. Um, but the, the choice of her was yeah. a complete admission that not only can't the Republican Party quit Trump, but they're still four square with him because you cannot for one second, for one second, not look at Sarah Huckabee Sanders and not think Donald Trump because she was the longest serving press secretary during right. his term two years. She lasted two years doing that. That's right. Um, and she lied and lied and lied and lied. And then her response, which was just just as let's let's look at the uh, the hometown paper here, They're the Arkansas uh, Democrat Gazette. Uh, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders offered a stark contrast to President Joe Biden's State of the Union, contending Democrats have failed to manage America's most pressing issues amid a, quote, left wing culture war. Ooh. The dividing line in America is no longer between right or left. It's between normal and crazy. I couldn't agree with that more, except <laughs> you've got the wrong uniform on the wrong team. You've got you've got team normal as being Republicans and Democrats as being team crazy. That's not how it's polling these days, Sarah. Sarah sitting on a can of Schlitz. <clears throat> All day long she sits on Schlitz. One of my favorite songs from camp. Um, it's time for a new generation of Republican leadership. Well, wait a minute. Trump's 76. What, what, what's that? So they thought by putting her out there, the youngest governor, she's 40, that that would be such a brutal contrast with Joe Biden, that there would be some effective. And she went on to tell this crazy ass story. I don't know if you saw it, Britt. She starts talking about this crazy ass story about traveling with uh, Trump was this is to Iraq, I think. And it was 12 hours and the lights were off the whole time. And we didn't even know where we were going. They wouldn't tell us oh, as God. if Donald Trump was like some kind of savior to to servicemen and women. It was just, like, it was just crazy. It, it was it was the worst story about gallantry as a civilian on a trip like this since Brian Williams and or Hillary Clinton. Okay. So that was that was the point of the story was to really kind of bump up his credentials, his bona fides as far as being a man or manly or I don't know whether it was about her or it, it, it just it it made no sense. Yeah. It, it made no sense. I wouldn't even say go back and listen to it because it, it <laughs> it's too dumb. I don't know why you had it in there. That that was right. the um you were the press secretary. Nobody cares about how inconvenient it was for you to to be on it. Stop it. She's terrible. She's terrible. But she's got all the culture war bullshit issues that she's uh, that she's running with. But she is she is the uh, number one example right now of a nepo politician, right? The only reason she exists, yeah, it's Huckabee. That old name. man was was yeah. Mike Huckabee, and she hung out with him when 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 she was little, and he was the governor and and the rest, and um, and off she goes. Um, she was dreadful. Yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, it was, it was a murder spot anyway. And then immediately she comes out of the shoot talking about wokeness and talking about culture wars and stuff. And you knew that was it. She yeah. had nothing. Yeah. Well, that, that, 
they had nothing. Um, however, that that actually pales in comparison to uh, Trump himself. Who wrote this? I guess I have to do the voice right on this mm-hmm. one. Here's the real state of the union. Over the past two years under Biden, millions and millions of illegal aliens from 160 different countries have stormed across our southern border. Drug cartels are now raking in billions of dollars from smuggling poison to kill our people and to kill our children. Savage killers, rapists, and violent criminals are being released from jail to continue their crime wave. And under Biden, the murder rate has reached the highest in the history of our country. I'm sure at least three or four of those assertions are provably wrong, but okay. Trump then attacked the Justice Department, baselessly claiming he's a target of political persecution. Wait, I thought this was about the State of the Union. Joe Biden's weaponized Justice Department, and I'm a victim of it, is persecuting his political opponents. His administration is waging war on free speech, as opposed to banning books. And (laughs) They're trying to indoctrinate and mutilate our children. He's leading us to the brink of World War III, and on top of that, he's the most corrupt president in American history, and it's not even close. Actually, it's very close. (laughs) It's very close. It's you and Warren Harding are at the top of the list. And Joe Biden, uh, nothing. Then he vowed, we're going to reverse every single crisis because I'm running for president to end the destruction of our country and to complete the unfinished business of making America great again. So, look, I know that you remember October of 1974. I know you remember Kinshasa Desire. I know you know what rope a dope is. That's exactly what he did to these people last night. And the more that they downplay him as this old codger who does, can't even remember what his name is, the more he whips their ass. Yeah, that's so where you I let the other boxer punch and punch and punch until they've got nothing left, and then they fall over. And, and you- that's it. That, that he rope and dope the shit out of them. And he, he really didn't even have to do a whole lot, but he was as sharp as a tack. And when they would engage him, he would engage right back. And they're not equipped for it. And I, I, I know that we're in, in trouble as far as this negotiation for – uh, the debt ceiling, lifting the debt ceiling and all this shit. McCarthy's going to get his ass kicked. Let's skip to the end on this thing. He's got nothing. Unless he decides that he's going to be a nihilistic bastard and blow the whole thing up. Hang on. I, I, I've i got breaking news here. Yeah. And I know we're in a podcast. And I yeah, know so breaking news is huge. The, the, here, the headline is Donald Trump asked Twitter to delete Chrissy Teigen's tweet calling him a pussy ass bitch. We'll, That's we'll entered keep, into the record. That's we'll, we'll, the record yeah. we'll keep you up to date yeah. on that one. Those of you who who thought that putting uh, the Republicans in charge of the House of Representatives would get us back to those kitchen table issues. Yeah. Dealing with inflation, dealing with unemployment, which, by the way, is at a 53 year low, dealing with all of these things. And we want to make sure that we're competitive and education. And no, we're we're fucking with Twitter today. It's a complete bullshit deal about Twitter and they're lying. And again, I I, I commend them because it's another chance for Marjorie Taylor Greene to shine. The more that she runs that foul, stupid mouth of hers, the closer Joe Biden gets to being reelected. It, it just occurred to me that uh, the way she dressed, and in particular, uh, Kirsten Cinema, mm-hmm. who, you know, looked like a Tweety Bird got on steroids and <laughs> yellow shoulders just, just, just grew. For, for all the people that were uh, bitching. These are mostly conservatives, of course, as always, after the, the uh, Grammys. What's the deal with this Sam Smith guy? 
what were those costumes and all that? Yeah. They got yeah. nothing to say. Nothing at all. Look how you dressed. Nothing at all. Look how you dressed. And by the way, I just heard a uh, Sam Smith song. I guess it's only been out about two weeks. Yeah. It's fucking great. He's a great, yeah. he's a great singer. Because I, I saw him on Saturday Night Live a few weeks ago. It was unwatchable. But this, mm-hmm. this song, um, what the hell's the name of it here? I know that Ron DeSantis had this statement. He said, I know you can make fun of my musical taste, but you'll never see Kurt Cobain or David Bowie in a dress. So it took yeah. the internet about a half a second to put Dave, it, Kurt Cobain and David Bowie in a dress. Right. It's called I'm Not Here to Make Friends. Okay. Been out for two weeks. Not here uh, to make fans. And the, by the way, the video is by far the gayest thing that's ever been. But the song, and <laughs> it's, it's funny. Really it, it's, it's funny. Um, <laughs> I don't think he would disagree with that. It's it's funny. It's well produced, but the song just by itself, listening, pretty uh, pretty impressive. And you know, I'm a tough sell on oh, things yeah. like that. When I, any when music I that's made out any, any music that's made after 1978, you won't listen anything, to. It. That, that's right. That's a, that's a high bar for me. That's a high <laughs> bar. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, last thing here, maybe not. We'll see. Bill Russell was seen laughing last night. Oh, okay, yeah. so. Uh, LeBron James breaks the record and the Lakers lose again. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> that all happened. Uh, that, that all happened. And, uh, Kareem Ab- Abdul-Jabbar was, uh, absolutely gracious and, and the rest of it. And I think today is today the eighth. It is. Today's the eighth. Today, a, uh, new, uh, documentary on Bill Russell is is uh, as the oh. youngsters say dropping on Netflix on the Netty Flixy on the Netty Flix. Uh, it's uh, two parts, three hours, I think. And uh, if there's anything more tedious than uh, flipping by the channels and you go by uh, either of the ESPNs and at the bottom of the screen, greatest ever, Jordan or LeBron, right. And of course, the answer is Bill Russell. Yeah. Um, well, in terms of rings, for sure. <laughs> Nobody well, can touch him. In just, terms of actual championships, yeah. Uh, in, in, I think just in general, who changed who changed the game the most? No, it's Bill fair. Russell. He changed changed everything, and um, you notice he's barely in the conversation. And when he is in the conversation, he's in the conversation the way you termed it you you slightly demand well yeah he's got the most rings but but he didn't well, you know, he wasn't a scoring machine so just therefore objectively at the celtics teams that were that dynasty and they went through you know several players during it he was the best player on those teams period full stop i mean i'll defend it against anybody and they had great players many of whom were in the hall of fame but he was the best player they had year after year after year after year after year now let's also look at this all right, so you had a good, you had your success as a player. Why don't you coach and see if you can win a championship? Done. <laughs> I mean, let's see somebody do that. That's that's kind of rare as well. Yeah. I mean, I almost think this is one of those. Uh, it should be the reality that is never the reality when someone loses an Academy Award and says, "Well, it was just an honor to be nominated." And oh, sure. Uh, with with this discussion, there's there's nowhere to go with it. No, um, 
because it's just, you know, the records are the, the records and it depends on what you think is the most important but the record but the game is different the, the game is different from lebron the, that lebron is playing now than jordan's was and jordan's game that he was playing in the 90s was very different than the game that bill russell was playing in the 60s it's well but not, it's not the same all, game. Those, all those guys would do well in any era <laughs> yeah they would do just fine yeah i agree in in any era and uh, great defense in 1963 would be great defense if you had the skills you know, 30 years later um, and the same with scoring the same with with scoring um, and, and these are generational talents that cannot be duplicated that cannot be copied uh, so they all stand on their own little little pedestals here uh, and I'm joking that, that bill russell is laughing that the the scoring record means anything because it 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 obviously does but uh, uh but again if you i mean i think it, it goes back to the we talked about dr king back in january obviously when we celebrated um, the holiday that that honors his birth there are a number of people i i obviously was born after dr king died i was born after bill russell's greatness on the court if you're a kid today and you see Bill Russell being honored, you must have thought, man, back during his day, he must have been a really revered guy and must have been truly beloved. Oh, no, he was hated. There was a segment of America, a large swath of America that that wished he would shut his fucking mouth. And they used racial slurs to, to do the same. As time went on, you start to realize how important this guy was. And, you know, maybe he was right about some of this stuff, right? Oh, about a couple things, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, these are things, and it's it's not difficult speaking out on stuff. Michael Jordan has been whipped from pillar to post because he refused to get involved in a lot of political discussions that were going on. Some of them within the state of North Carolina involving Jesse Helms. I always thought that he could have swung at least one of those elections with Harvey Gantt. I absolutely believe that to this day. Well, what is the quote that you've heard that's been draped around his neck like an albatross? Hey, Republicans uh, uh, buy Republic, shoes too. Right. Yeah, bro, that, he's, so that's Republican been draped around shoes. his neck for thirty years. Yeah, and he found it easier not to get involved. Bill Russell said what he said when he said it at a time when it was tough to say it, and he was risking his career and he risked his life. Look at what is happening now with Colin Kaepernick. They have tried to erase Colin Kaepernick. He never even played the game of football, Brad. He yeah. never took one snap for the San Francisco 49. Colin, who? I don't, I don't, I'm not. Are you sure he was in this league? He couldn't get a job at a hot dog stand in a football stadium right now, probably at a high school at a high school game. So you know what? I'm really glad you brought that up because that is so depressing. <laughs> it is. It, that it is so depressing that decades and decades and decades of so-called progress lead us to the point where this man has been, and I don't know who originally came up with the phrase blackballed, yeah, but it certainly applies here. Maybe it should be whiteballed mm. um, out of football. And uh, remember, this happened. I can't. Now, who was president when this was? <laughs> when did this happen? Of course, of course. Um, it's 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 horrible. It's it's absolutely, utterly horrible. 
So 20, 30 years from now, you're going to see a documentary about what Colin Kaepernick did to risk his career. And it will be, people will wonder how that ever happened. You'll have young people who didn't experience it in real time wondering, how was this allowed to happen? Rip, we have experienced it, and I don't know how it happened. <laughs> I, don't, I couldn't, I couldn't I, tell I, you. I don't know how there wasn't at least one owner of, let's say, the Raiders, famous for yeah. doing things like this, <laughs> yeah. would step yeah. up. I, I don't I don't understand it. I mean it Britt, I'm not I'm not watching the game with you Sunday. <laughs> I've got to make a statement. I can't something something happened with that league and he made people so uncomfortable and he started such a fire and that kneeling during the national anthem became such a hot button issue. The owners had to go to the players and say, please, 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 we will put things on your helmets to say end racism. We'll put it in the end zone, but please, please, please stop kneeling during the national anthem. You have to, you're, you're going to impact the popularity of this game. We're not going to make as much money. Anything we can do to get you not to kneel during the national anthem, please, please, please do that. But all that, all that being true, when you think of who gets out of jail, yeah. who gets parole, yeah, who gets cash bail? Yeah. Well, he got none of that. He got no, no second chance. No, he, he got didn't. no opportunity. No, he did not. And it's I'm Shit, I don't even thinking about it. I, I think the, the, I don't even think the CFL gave him a call. I don't think the Canada even tried to get him in. I mean, it's it's really pathetic.